0: ube chats ube unlocking brown egos your podcast with two atas destigmatizing mental health access and mental health disparities to the philippinex american youth and Filipinox american community all over the world
1: we are your co hosts chachi Bara, and hello i'm Ely. thank you for joining us if today's podcast resonated with you feel free to let us know at anchor.fm slash chats and send us a voice message well without further said and do let's get on it with the
0: podcast so i really do want to ask you about the first question because i am aware that you are a recent college graduate what was your major and why did you choose it
1: excellent question well the my major originally before i finished high school was pre-nursing took my ground and decided to go into psychology And it was not until I transferred to UH Manoa where I found the love of just learning more about the human brain, especially how there's so much things that's going on. And it was the activities that we did in class, specifically learning our our interviews with our outside guests. So I had this one class. um, It was a 400 class in my third year of college. And it was it was my family and marriage class, and in that class, that's when I kind of grew love in really listening and being able to kind of hear the different kind of perspective of uh, the couple or individual.
0: Ooh, that seems really cool. And now we're gonna go on to the next question about. How do you plan to use your major now to advocate for the need of the Filipinx and the American community in regards to mental health?
1: That question, I still ponder on to this day and not because it was the question that we came up literally last night. And how I plan to use my major is really through community work and community organizing, especially because in our community, we don't really talk about mental health as often. And when we do, it's always tied to spiritual beliefs or religion, especially because Philippines' majority are predominantly Catholic. So what I want to use my major for is especially towards more on our youth, our high school students, our middle school, and letting them know that it's okay to have a therapist in terms of being able to just be openly vulnerable with someone that you completely don't know and it takes just finding the right enough resources if that makes sense yeah
0: that totally makes sense and as of now i know we talked about this behind the scenes because we literally came up with the outline last night but what jobs, or what kind of career paths are you looking into right now?
1: The career choice that I'm thinking about right now is going into the field of social work, especially dealing with adolescents. And I say that because there's always something in me that wants to work with you. And really be able to also them and know that they're not alone. But my backup, if that doesn't ever come through, is being a high school counselor.
0: Ooh, so it sounds like you're more towards to the actual like therapy route or like the counseling route, correct? Correct. Ooh, yay! And just so everyone is aware, there is more than one way to actually have, have help, and we are going to navigate those other professions in later episodes. So as of right now, what are some organizations you're currently affiliated with nationwide?
1: The organization that I'm affiliated with currently are the Bulasan Center. On the top of my head, I could only think of those two on the top just because they're very recent. And of course, Epic, I think they really help, like maybe who I am today. And especially with going to be starting April slash being a fellow at Tayo.
0: Okay, for those who don't know, me and Chachi are actually both were affiliated with Tayo at one point. I used to be one and both doing Epic right now. That pretty much was the motivation for us to start this podcast. Do you want to describe pretty much like the Blossom Center and how that contributed to your growth? Because you've been with... Them a lot longer than I have because I was only with them
1: for about a couple of months but you've been with them all year. For me before I started the Bola Center, I went with an open mind and it was truly one of the best experience that I've ever got especially with the team that um, I was with for the intern group. So I was with media uh, building media for revolution and through this experience I learned how to cultivate and really bring out adequate resources, especially with information with the US and the Philippines. And that's one of our projects that we, me and my team did was to hold a workshop. And the workshop that I held was, how can we better advocate for the Philippine IP groups or the indigenous group? And I think for someone like if, if anyone is interested if the Bolasan Center is opening up another internship like this y'all should like take this opportunity because it really really does helps you with your leadership development and also being able to just be in space with different people across the, across the globe this is the first year i think that we've had interns from not only the continental states but from europe Hawaii, and I think Australia was the latest flight.
0: Yeah. Ooh, and can you describe more about what the Bulosan Center is and the legacy of, about it for those who don't know what it is? And also, it's affiliated with UC Davis.
1: So the Bulosan Center, for those of you all that don't know, is under the UC Davis campus, and it was started by... Dr. Rod Ryn Rodriguez. And it was really to really reproduce and preserve a lot of the knowledge about the Filipino experience within the United States and the diaspora. And so this center really holds a lot of the research, research and educational programs, and a lot of the community outreach. And truly, really, I think. The Bulacan Center is something that has so much information that I feel like a lot of people should look into a lot because there is a lot of great research coming from just here alone. Ooh, that sounds
0: really fun. And for those who don't know, I believe it is still the only research academic research center that's dedicated to the Filipino slash to the Filipinax American community. And that is really cool. So, is there anything else that to add on to the Bolson Center?
1: One thing that I just oh, would yeah. like to add on about the Bolson Center is uh, if you haven't yet, follow them on Instagram because there will be more, there's going to be interesting things happening in the next few months.
0: So, follow them at the Center. And also, for those who don't know, they did have Dante Basco there back in May and I was living my best life. So if you want to keep meeting like very influential people from the community, not just in academics, but pretty much in all aspects of the professional world, join the Lawson Center. We're about 15 minutes in. And I wanted to quickly ask about, since you are so involved ever since like practically college, Your whole life has been pretty much been dedicated to the Philippines American community, including your conference that you hosted last year. How has your perception of mental health changed now that you are a college graduate since high school?
1: Since high school. I would say a lot has changed and I'm only saying this because in high school I didn't even know what mental health was. I thought it was just because my faith wasn't as strong as anyone else before. So because I grew up as a Credo Catholic all my life, I've always been involved in church. Um, So the topic of mental health never really came to me until I got to college and really took those classes that I needed to take. And being being introduced to also like taking the Filipino class, that was a really huge step up in changing my perception of how mental health because it made me realize why I was the way I was in high school and it made me kind of reflect the person who the person that I am now today. So I think for me, mental health before and mental health now, I think I see mental health as some as seeing it like a physical health especially being able to know that whatever you're feeling like the way you're feeling like now like physically like if you're feeling lethargic or like just tired or like so drained it's because like deep inside like there's something that you're you're missing or there's something that you're not communicating enough and like and if like if you don't really tend to your mental health needs, your physical will also be affected. So that's how I kind of like see it now is like being able to see it together. Ooh. That's really cool.
0: And the fact that I keep like I keep saying cool a lot, but it's whatever. But I think that I Fine. is really interesting because a lot I believe more than 70% of the Filipinx community back in the Philippines, it grew up Catholic. So a lot of people do choose that as like the main, I guess how this is, like the main, like the root cause of why mental health is so like stigmatized within our culture and the fact that you are slowly like educating. It wasn't really until you college that you started to educate yourself more is really interesting plus that was the same time you started getting a lot more active within the the, Amer- the philippines american community as well i agree along with that okay cool i didn't know if you're gonna like speak a little bit more okay cool i think one i also because like we are co-found you not only founded this podcast you also founded a lot of other podcasts so what was your inspiration behind Creating not only like Uber chats, but also your reclaiming Philippine X one, because that one is extremely popular, and also like the conference that you held
1: back earlier in the year. That's like a solid question right there. My biggest inspiration is honestly, it's my it's my ancestors, and I say this with like really full, like intention. Because it's not, it's really being able to look back at where I came from and looking back at my, my grandparents, especially my grandfather, um, especially, yeah. Like, he really inspired me so much to go beyond, go beyond the reef and to really take all these opportunities like to life or what we call manifested. And the reason why I started Reclaiming Filipinx Identity or Kasama Hanko now is because I know someone out there is also struggling with coming to terms with their own identity, especially our Filipino identity. And I, I want to be able to help kind of like bridge that gap of like you don't have to be ashamed you can be you can, you can have this platform to share your story so that others are also able to learn from you and learn from each other because I feel like as a society it's not about just watching like the stick like, the ladder like climbing the ladder to success I feel like I see this as like, you're on a hike together and you're just helping each other climb to the summit. And I feel like that's what society should be, helping each other get to the top, not just like going on your own, but also having certain boundaries, of course. But yeah, my biggest inspiration oh. is my, my grandfather um, from my mom's side and my grandparents and my Oh, that's such
0: I'm sorry, y'all. Like this is a, that was such a wholesome answer. Not surprised knowing you. And also like I really do appreciate how like it is a ladder of success, not just for the money, but also just for each other, because we do I feel like in this capitalist society, we do get out get caught up in the money a lot, but no, we don't do it together we don't do it individually. We get there together and that's part of our cultural values as a people. So yay. I like that. I really appreciate that answer or at least that reflection. And also like our, for us, we, there, we're both mental health advocates and we really did want to do start Ruby Chats, but for you Perception, why do you think this podcast is important and why it, it was, and based on your own personal experiences, why it should be spread to as many people as
1: we can and et cetera. Excellent (laughs) question. I think, like, just thinking about it now, and like the thinking process of why we we started the UPE chats, I feel like this will be a really huge thing, especially with our youth, with the youth of tomorrow. Because even though there's a million podcasts out there, I feel like this podcast will stand out because it will be the more authentic and more genuine where it really holds not only from our experience as someone, as as people who have a story to tell and we're bringing this guest to have this journey with us so that so you know that any everything that they're going through, we went through before. And even though they may not understand it why everything is happening the way they are now, it's really hearing hearing their elders. And I say elders thinking as we're gonna be like 50 years old and like our children are gonna hear this one day. But I really think that. And like the more that I look into it, I feel like I feel like um, this podcast is going to be a um. It's going to be the thing that I wish we had when we were growing up. I wish we had the chance to talk to our elders, if, or talk to those who came before us, and to really ask, what happened, why is society like this? Like it'll be like a kind of like a mentor mentee kind of thing. That honestly was just
0: really something that we just wanted people to know because we really just want to let people pretty much just know our intentions from both sides and also how also I know your work also inspired us to pretty much like start this podcast because for those who do not know context wise we started this during the pandemic when a lot of issues are going on in our communities and for you like how has your work in like your like current like paid job in Hawaii also like in, like inspired you to start?
1: When I see the patients, I imagine their grandchildren. I imagine their daughters and sons. I imagine like this is what like I wonder. I wonder how their relationship with their kids are. I wonder how. Well, this is kind of a hard question because I don't think, like, I don't know, because working at a hospital, especially as an admin.
0: Cool. Just because, like, I think for those who do not, like, are aware, where do you work right now, Chachi?
1: I will just going to say for the sake of privacy, I work at a hospital and I work as a secretary.
0: Oh, so you're doing the behind the scenes work, correct? Correct. Yes, because because uh, for those who don't know, healthcare and privacy laws are extremely important. So we're not going to go more in depth about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what are some mental health disparities that you have seen in, at your job?
1: A lot of the mental health disparities I see is, especially because, and this is like over overall hospitals, um, I'm just gonna say overall, just um, for the sake of privacy, but a lot of the hospitals, especially Hawaii, we have a huge homeless population, and mental health is one of and and the reason why is they're on the streets is like mental health reasons. Um, they're they're in they they're in the they're admitted to the hospital because of alcohol abuse. They're admitted to the hospital because they wreck their car or something physical abuse and all of this is because they because of mental health because of um not being able to have someone there to talk to them or not being able to to be pointed at the right resources even though the resources are in their face like it's hard when culturally it's not brought up to them especially in Hawaii, um, it's very the culture um, majority is there's Pacific Islanders, meaning like there's uh, Polynesian, Micronesian, and Melanesia, and then there's Filipino, and then there's East Asian, and most of the cultures right there, what is mental health to them? So it's just the, the cultural part of it. Oh, that actually gives
0: off how complex mental health is. And I don't think high schoolers understand it, like how deeply complex it is in our societies and the cultures we live in. So that was a very complex one, especially because you mentioned homelessness and like drug abuse as well, which are also like very rooted in mental health. Mm -hmm. It looks like we're going to go off in a couple of minutes because I want to respect your time. But anything else you want to say before we head out, before we sign off?
1: I wanted to just say that for those of y'all listening, like one thing that I want y'all to take from my side of this episode is, for me, mental health is something that's so important to me that if if I never had the chance to learn more about it, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known the reason why I was the way I was in high school or why I was very, um, very reserved is because there's, there's reasons why. And I think just surrounding yourself in the right spaces, being part of spaces like the Bolasan Center or if you're, yeah, the Bolson Center and epic and all this rising organization that is is out there um, lead Filipino uh, any Filipino organization or any organization in general um, because they will really hold you and now that's the
0: end of the episode so now that's me and Chachi signing off and we'll catch you in the next episode yay